Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on Monday, the 5th of October. Hope you're having a wonderful start to the week, folks. Um, over in the sports today, uh, we have... Uh, Results from the junior nationals in the squash. Um, we'll update you on where the shield has gone um, and how the running, the winning streaks of Tasman in the in the Meister Ten Cup and Canterbury in the Farrah Palmer Cup are going. The Knights have been dumped out of the playoffs. It'll be game three today in the NBA Finals. Cycling. Wow, we've got our third monument of the year, and boy, there's been a bit of a surprise in that one as well as the second day of the Giro. Uh, we've got you up, we'll bring up so how Scott Dixon is doing, uh, heading towards his the uh, trying to win the IndyCar title over in the French Open. Oh boy, the women's side of um, of the event has really opened up, and we'll give you all the details on that um, as well. Hi, I'm Paul. I'll be your host today, uh, and yes, this is your best way to start the day up to speed with all of the important sports news. Um, and uh, let's get over into the cycling. And yes, Liège, Bastogne, Liège, which is the third of the monuments, which are the top one-day races in cycling. We've already had um, Milan San Remo, um, and I've gone blank. Um, Il Lombardia um, the, this year. This is the third one um, in the women's event. Lizzie Dignan, the uh, Britain, um, uh, broke away. Um, and uh, led, led, had a solo breakaway, which went all of the way to the um, finish. She was um, chased down, but managed to hold off her pursuers by 10 seconds um, to uh, get over the line and get her third victory um, since returning from the uh, breakdown, um, the uh, shutdown. Over in the men's event, though, oh boy, this was a different um, situation on that uh, uphill drag. Um, uh, Julian Alaphilippe, the World, the recently crowned world champion, Rodos champion, um, made a break and was covered by um, Primoz Roglic, uh, the uh, 
long-time leader in the Tour de France. We count just short in the end. A couple of other names that you'll recognise we've been talking about recently, Pogacar um, and Mark Hershey also came across to that group. Uh, Julien Philippe appeared to swerve, um, getting in the way of uh, Hershey, who then had to bump Pogacar, and he started celebrating um, too early as Roglic then just managed to win by half a wheel length. Um, so uh, embarrassing for Julian Alaphilippe. In the end, it wouldn't have counted because of that move. He got demoted to fifth. Um, but yes, congratulations to Primo Roglic there, picking up um, his um, first monument win, um, which is uh, pretty impressive for a tour um, general classification leader or, or contender. Um, over... In um, the Giro d'Italia, let's say stage two um, happened there. And we had a second Italian winner, Diego Eliasi, um from Team UAE, um, sorry, from UAE Team Emirates, um, got, uh, uh, got got the win there. Um, again, uh, a punchier's uh, stage with a, a bit of an uphill drag, um, but not enough for any of the general classification riders to come out and play yet. So early days in that one. Um, but congratulations to Diego Uliesi for the victory there. Um, I'm now going to hand you over to Stephen to take us through our birthdays this morning. Yeah, thank you, Paul, and good morning to everybody tuning into New Zealand uh, Sport Radio. Looks like it's going to be a really good day here in Auckland, Ohio, uh, 19 degrees currently around 11 degrees, so still a little bit chilly. No doubt the roads will be heavy, being the start of a, a new week. Suffice to say, we'll get straight in to our birthdays this morning. And in those birthdays, we have a New Zealand-born black cap speedster. We have a rugby player that was born in Hunterville, but went on to represent Wales. And finally, a former all-black captain, and that's where we start this morning. David Edward Kirk, born this day, the 5th of October, 1980, as a former New Zealand rugby union player. Now, David Kirk was best known for having been the captain of the All Blacks when they won the inaugural Rugby World Cup in 1987. These days, he's a, a business uh, executive. He's also a Harvard uh, scholar. I beg your pardon, a Rhodes Scholar as well, so very intelligent guy with uh, life after rugby, shall we say. Staying with uh, rugby, uh, born this day, the 5th of October 1987, Hadley William Parks. And he's a New Zealand-born Welsh Rugby Union International, whose uh, favourite position is centre. He currently plays for Scarlets in the Pro 14. Um, also, Parks also has a, a successful BBC rugby union column. Now, interestingly enough, uh, Hedley Parks originally made his uh, debut in rep rugby for, uh, I think it was uh, Manawatu. So he played for uh, Manawatu, but he also represented the Blues as well, but moved over to Wales, played for the Scarlets and made his debut for the Welsh Dragons in autumn 2017. And that was against the uh, South Africans. So there we are, Hedley Parks. And finally, born at this day is Derek Alexander Sterling. Sterling, born the 5th of October 1961 in Upper Hutt in Wellington. He's a former 
New Zealand cricketer who played six tests and six one-day internationals from 1984 to 1986. He played uh, Scottish club cricket for Stenhouse Muir in 83 and 84. He also played for Minston and Yorkshire in 1985 and 1986 and had a run for the rest of the world 11 in Scarborough in 1985. Played most of his domestic cricket uh, for Wellington. Was known as a very, very quick bowler, but he sprayed it around a little bit, so if he could could have found that accuracy, I'm sure he would have played more tests. But uh, nevertheless, a very happy birthday to David Kirk, Hadley Parks and Derek Sterling today. I'll be back shortly with League News. Thank you very much, Stephen. And moving on to racket sports, and we've had the um, junior nationals uh, have been uh, taking place um, this um, uh, just over the weekend. There were over 300 matches played over three days, um, so with 170 players um, taking part. So a big, a big event down there in Christchurch. Um, Elijah Thomas won the under-19 boys um, competition 11-3, 11-3, 11-5 against Leo Fatialofa. Now he's Elijah's only 17. Natalie Sayers beat Georgia Rebecca 11-9, um, 11-4, 8-11, and 11-6 in the under-19 girls. And she's only 16, so a few more years um, at that level. Uh, next up for them is the national teams event will be taking place um, in Christchurch um, before we have the seniors nationals at the end of the month. So those top players will be playing in that one um, as well. Um, moving on then to the French Open and uh, on the um, uh, men's side of the draw, um, we had a bit of uh, controversy uh, in this one. I mean, first off, though, um, Rafa Nadal uh, went through against um, Sebastian Corda, um, the American qualifier, and Nadal went through 6-1, 6-1, 6-2. He will now face um, Yannick Sinner. Um, who went um, through um, 6-3, 6-3, 4-6, 6-3 against Alexander Zverev. Um, Zverev, though, admitted afterwards he had a fever overnight and a sore throat, um, so uh, uh, he should not really have been playing and should have pulled out in that one um, under COVID protocols. Um, and, uh, yeah, another tennis player who um, hasn't uh, yet uh, followed the protocols like he um, should have done. Um, so... Uh, Let's hope Yannickson is okay and uh, doesn't uh, catch anything and then and can play um, Nadal in uh, a couple of days. Over on the women's side, things really have been um, opened up. The top seed, Simona Halep, um, lost to um, Iga Swartek 6-1, um, 6-2 in that one, crashing out um, there. Another seed to drop out or to, 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 to get knocked out. And if we look at the... Um, women's side of the draw in that um, top half. Now, the only remaining seed um, at the quarterfinal stage um, is um, number three seed, um, Svetolina. Um, so you should say that she should be uh, heading towards that. Um, uh, it was a good chance of getting through to the final. In the bottom half of the draw, they're still in the fourth round, not quite yet into the quarterfinals. So three seeds are left there, but there, um, Kenin, the fourth seed is the highest one. And then we've got some Kvitova at 7th seed and Joba at 30th seed. So um, only four seeds are left in it in the um, women's half of the draw, the Roland Garris. It really has opened and become a wide open competition um, there with that one. Um, I'm now going to hand you back to Stephen for the sport that just keeps on giving.
it's the time for our NRL update. Yes, Paul. Well, there's probably not much more to give in the NRL because we're sort of uh, running out of weeks as we head towards the real pointy end of the season. In our league news this morning, the Knights join the Sharks as their first two eliminated team, teams in the NRL playoffs. We also look at uh, a quick review of the results from the weekend. We look at the playoffs games coming up this particular weekend, and we'll look at the Bedford League. But it's with that uh, final playoff game we look at, which was played at ANZ Stadium yesterday, which saw the Rabbits far too good for a very disappointing Knights winning by 46 points to 20 after they led by 20 points to 14 at halftime. It started well enough uh, for the uh, Newcastle Knights with tries in the first minute to uh, Hamill Hunt and in the sixth minute to, Biz- to Bradman Best, which uh, gave them an early lead along with the penalty goal by, uh, looks like, uh, 10 points to uh, to nil early in the piece. But from then on out, it was all the Rabbitohs' tries to uh, Corey Allen in the 15th minute, Cody Walker in the 19th minute, then we had a try from Cameron Murray in the 35th minute. Alex Johnson in the 23rd minute. He got it done. He scored a brace as well. That gave them a 20 points to 14 lead. And in the second half, we saw further tries in the 61st minute to Tavita Tatola scoring in the 61st minute and the 73rd minute to grab a base. Alex Johnson scored in the 68th minute to uh, pick up a second try. And also Damian Cook in the 75th minute picking up a uh, try as well. And Hamel Hunt for the Knights picked up a try in the 18th, um, 80th minute, beg your pardon, to give the Knights well, a little bit of respect of respectability but well beaten on the score sheet 46 points to 20 the rabbits to the good uh, that was a very disappointing performance apart from those first few minutes from the uh, Newcastle Knights certainly being eliminated quite meekly in that particular playoff game as we look at all the results from the weekend the Panthers beating the Roosters in the, the best game of the weekend 29-28 and a very tight one the Raiders too good for the Sharks 32 points to 20, eliminating the Sharks. And games uh, on the other game on Saturday evening, the Storm came back, or they stormed back to beat the Eels 36-24. And of course, yesterday's game, the Rebels 46-20. So those two teams, the Sharks and the Knights, out of the playoffs. That leaves six. Two teams, the uh, Panthers and the Storm, get a, a week off, which means the uh, action for next week just sees the uh, two, two games. One at the Sydney Cricket Ground, which kicks off on a Friday evening at 10 to 10. And that's the Sydney Roosters taking on the Canberra Raiders. That's a repeat of last year's final. And uh, on the uh, Saturday evening, we have the uh, Eels taking on the Rabbitohs. And that kicks off at 10 to 10 in the evening. So that's pretty much uh, your league fix in the NRL. And finally, I'll just quick quickly check in on the Betfred League game played overnight. Saw the Catalans far too good for Wakefield Trinity winning by 40 points to eight. And uh, just looking at that Betfred Super League table, the top five are St. Helens, Warrington, Wigan, and the Catalans and Leeds and Uddersfield all on the same number of points on 14 points to be Exact, and that's the way it all stacks up in uh, rugby league. But of course, if you tune in on Wednesday night at 8 pm, Brad and hopefully Sanjay might join the show. We'll have to wait and see in the uh, standoff. So they'll have all the upcoming action as we 
pretty much start to wind down in the NRL pool. It's, it's almost done and dusted. What am I going to do? Well, I'm sure it's not really winding down. It's kind of building to a crescendo. We're reaching the pointy end of the season. It's the important games that really matter, the ones that players want to be playing in. Um, but yes, you are quite right, folks. Look, we've got um, the NBA uh, is in its final series. The NRL um, is also there as well. So that's two of our shows, Tuesday night, the basketball show, and Wednesday night, the stand-off show that we might not be continuing with. So if you are a fan of a summer sport or a sport that is continuing, um, then please do get in touch. We'd love to have more shows about more sports. So if you're into your English Premier League, we don't have a football show, folks. If you're into your um, uh, beach volleyball, which must be starting soon, that's summer sport or bowls even, um, we'd love to have you on. We'd love to um, have a show. So do um, become one of the, as I said last night, my favourite people are the people like Stephen who give their time for free to do these shows um, and it's so much appreciated. And so if you would like to become one, one of my favourite people in the world, do get in touch um, about having about doing a show for one of uh, for the sport that you love. Um, catch you later, Stephen. Thank you so much for your uh, um, the update today. Um, and moving on then into the rugby. Uh, and uh, yes, the Shield moves yet again. Congratulations to the Hawks Bay, um, who... Uh, were dominant against Otago, uh, winning the Shield at 9-28. Um, so not only did they win the Shield, they took the, obviously they took the victory, the four points, and also the tri-bonus point out of um, Dunedin. Um, but before that, we uh, saw Southland um, lose uh, a tight one to Waikato, 9-10, in a wet, really wet, wet game there. Um, and also, Harbour put in a scintillating performance um, ending Tasman's 15-game uh, um, winning streak or unbeaten streak, 40-24. So, yes, um, some cracking games there in the Meister 10 Cup yesterday. Uh, to get uh, the full roundup of all the Meister 10 Cup action and Farrah Palmer Cup action, check out our review show that Stephen and I did yes, last night. Um, you can either watch it here on um, the uh, Facebook, uh, on our Facebook page, or you can listen to it as a podcast to download Apple Podcasts, um, Google, um, I, um, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, and just search for New Zealand Sports Radio, uh, and you can listen to us on the go. Over in the Farrah Palmer Cup side of things, Canterbury extended their winning streak um, to uh, 17 wins on the bounce now, beating Wellington 54-12. Um, Tasman went down to Hawks Bay 5-62, uh, and Otago um, fought out a real good game against uh, Manawatu. That finished 14-28, but was closer than the score um, suggests. Moving on now then to um, motorsports, uh, and it was IndyCar at the weekend. Um, Scott Dixon um, was in, uh, unable to um, secure his sixth title um, in this race. He finished eighth um, place in the second race at the Harvest GP. Uh, his uh, championship rival, Jeff Joseph Newgarden, um, uh, finished fourth after winning the opening race of the weekend. Uh, that means now the lead is only is down to 32 points with one race remaining. So Scott Dixon has to finish ninth or higher to uh, confirm that he will definitely win that um, uh, the IndyCar series this year. So one more race to go for that um, uh, before that um, for, for that to uh, for him to win that um, title. Um, 
Don't forget that today is day, game three of the NBA, uh, the NBA Finals between um, the um, LA Lakers uh, and the um, and the Heat. Uh, currently, um, the Lakers lead that one two nil. And you have now started the day the best way, up to speed with all of the important sports news. Don't forget to join us at seven a.m. tomorrow morning for uh, as we come to you every morning. Um, Bring, uh, helping you start the best day the best way. Uh, also, this evening at 8pm, we have the Driving Mall Show. And we'll be talking about the future of Super Rugby in that one. Um, as we've had um, various um, people come out um, in uh, support of um, the Pacifica uh, team, and should that be included or not next season, um, where Sir Brian Williams has uh, urged New Zealand Rugby to have a rethink um, and all of that will be discussed this evening on the Driving Mall Show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.